As he stared at the blinking red light, Ian tried to process what he was hearing. It wasn't just the man's slurred speech that was giving him trouble, but the very words the caller had spoken that shocked him to his core. Knowing he couldn't allow dead air, Ian asked the caller, Sorry, could you please repeat that? I can't understand you. I want to die, Ian, the man repeated. I've taken an overdose. It was then that Ian knew he had to keep the caller on the line, and alive, until help could arrive. But how? Hi, I'm Garvin DeShazer, and this is your Daily Inspiration. As his mind raced, Ian Lee thought back to his own experiences. At 45 years old, he'd been in broadcasting nearly 20 years. As host of the Late Night Alternative, a popular British talk radio show, he had enjoyed success in his career. He had also been publicly open with his own mental health struggles, mentioning just that day that he was dreading Christmas, which was only a short time away. As he signed on to the air that evening, Ian assumed he was in for another night of talking to interesting people and getting through his pre-holiday feelings as best he could. He certainly wasn't expecting to find himself in the middle of a life-or-death drama. But when the caller, known as Chris, told him, I've taken an overdose, Ian realized he had to keep the conversation going. When did you do that? Ian asked. Concern and alarm in his voice. When Chris admitted it had already been more than an hour, Ian knew they had to find him and get him medical attention as quickly as possible. While Ian asked the caller questions and used background noises to decipher clues as to his location, his producer, Catherine Boyle, entered information into her computer and began the quest, trying desperately to beat the clock and find Chris. They knew that he was lying in the street outside a nightclub, and Chris was able to provide a guess as to the nightclub's name, so his staff provided that information to emergency services. As Chris grew increasingly more incoherent, Ian struggled to keep the conversation going. Chris, do you really want to die? His response was cryptic. I'm not sure I can discuss it with you. The tension mounted as Ian and the radio staff tried to get an ambulance to Chris, who was silent for longer and longer periods of time. Desperate, Ian shouted into the microphone, Chris, I love you, brother. You might want to die, but we can talk about that tomorrow. You deserve better than this. He repeated it again to really drive home to the man that he was loved and needed to live. You deserve better than this, Chris. I promise you it can be sorted. I guarantee that whatever has happened, it can be sorted out. It might not be easy. It might be painful. But that's better than you doing this. At that point, Chris went completely silent. Although Ian could still hear background noises to confirm that Chris had not hung up on him. Panic set in 
as Ian could not get a response and couldn't determine if emergency services had arrived. This is horrendous, Ian said, frustrated at the delay in locating Chris and getting him the help he so desperately needed. Can anyone hear me? Ian cried into the line. Hello, can anyone hear me? Chris did eventually respond to Ian's increasingly desperate cries, but all Ian could hear was incoherent mumbling. Still, it was enough to give him hope. Chris, you're still alive, he proclaimed. The whole country is punching the air for you, brother. We lost you for about ten minutes, man. Then, suddenly, police and emergency services were there, and after nearly an hour trying to save a stranger's life, Ian Lee burst into tears as Chris was taken to the hospital. A week later, Ian updated his listeners about Chris. It was touch and go, he told them, but in the end, Chris is still alive. And, according to Ian, Chris was completely blindsided by the support and concern of the thousands of strangers who had listened with bated breath as the real-life drama played out on the radio broadcast that night. He's got a lot of work to do, Ian says of Chris, but he'll get there. He's not spending Christmas Day alone. He also made sure his listeners knew that Chris would be checking in with him and that they would be staying in touch. I don't know if I helped save a life, Ian told the Times in an interview, but I do know there are a lot of lonely people out there. And with Christmas time coming up, the loneliness seems to worsen. So, how did Ian Lee manage to reach a desperate man in his time of ultimate need, gain his trust, and get him the help he needed? How did he keep his composure in that time of extreme stress? He did it by first drawing on his own experiences with severe depression and using those experiences to empathize with a complete stranger. He made himself, his time, and his radio show completely available in the hope that they might be able to affect positive change in Chris's life. Perhaps the larger question is, whose life can you change for the better today? Is there a friend or family member or even someone in the office whose day would be brightened by an authentic moment of your time? What small thing can you share with others to make a big difference for them? Thanks for listening. May your day be filled with love, laughter, and infinite joy. Bye for now. Hi, this is Scott Sampson, producer for the Daily Inspirations podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Want more inspiration in your life? Check out our blog for weekend stories of hope and uplifting news. If you've been enjoying the podcast, we hope you'll take a moment today and rate and review us and tell everyone in your circle so they can get the same inspiration that we hope you've received today. We have big plans for this podcast and we want you to be part of it. Visit dailyinspirationsandmeditations.com to contact us with your own inspirational stories or just to say hi.